I'm Neil Tombay, and this is Muscle Memory, a podcast that explores the decisions we don't think about much, but probably should. And now, today's episode. For my job, I'm in meetings a lot. I go to a lot of meetings. I run a lot of meetings. I call a lot of meetings. I'm distracted in a lot of meetings. Meetings are just a fact of life for me because of the work that I do. It might be for you too. And something that's been very interesting is when I've changed jobs uh, very recently in the past two months, I kind of had the opportunity to start from scratch. I didn't have a whole bunch of projects right at the beginning. I didn't get thrown into a lot of deep ends of pools. So I got to think a little bit. And one of the things that I've been tinkering with for probably the past five to eight years is how to run a meeting because I hear so many people, myself included, talk about how much they hate meetings and how much time they waste in meetings. But I really don't think meetings in themselves are frustrating. What I think is really frustrating are bad meetings. And I've been experimenting with agendas because I've had the time and it's been shocking to me how many different philosophies there are on meetings. And I ended up finding some templates from the Harvard Business Review website, which I figured I'd try. And it's been actually really great to kind of create a standard template that fits most, if not all, situations and then just plug it in. And it's really good. It's, uh, it's better than just putting a couple bullet points on a page. It really forces me to structure my thinking. And I've made a rule for myself that I will send an agenda when I send a meeting invite. Because if I can't think of an agenda at the time of sending a meeting invite, it makes me question whether or not I have to hold a meeting in the first place. Uh, and I've been hit or, at the, hit or miss at this, but it's been a pretty good experiment thus far. But what I've been thinking about is why do we tolerate bad meetings? And I think there are a lot of instances or reasons why it might be the case where meetings are really bad. Uh, and we tolerate bad meetings. One is maybe, just maybe, most people have never attended a good meeting. Uh, because if you have no idea what excellence looks like, uh, then how are you supposed to know whether anything that you're doing with your meeting or, or your agenda or the way you facilitate can be better? So maybe just not seeing enough meetings that are good are part of the reason why so many teams and organizations and people seem to be stuck in bad meetings all day. The other reason I, I thought about is maybe because so many meetings are bad, there's not really any social pressure or any motivation to try to do better because if you're, if you're running an average meeting and it's pretty much in line with what people expect, doesn't feel like you need to change. It almost feels difficult to change because you're taking this risk of doing something different, which maybe is below expectation instead of above expectation. So maybe the thought process is it's better to be within one standard deviation of average because the average is so mediocre and so expected that it's really uh, not worth the risk to try something new. And when I have been deconstructing this phenomenon of bad meetings and why they seem to exist all the time, 
one of the deconstructions and insights that I've thought about is the muscle memory decision that I'm making here is what's acceptable and what's excellent. I have this notion of what's good enough and that is either coming from some original thought. I might set a standard for my meeting based on really thinking about what is possible, what could a meeting be, what is a meeting for, what are the best meetings that have ever existed, even I have to even if I have to look on YouTube or the internet for examples of what is possible and see if I can meet or exceed that standard. Or I can make a decision on what's acceptable and what's excellent and what the standard is just based on everything that I've seen before and kind of have an automated muscle memory response to throwing together an agenda because it's like 99% of the other meeting agendas that I've ever seen. And I think that's a really critical decision we make from muscle memory, uh, which is what is the standard? And in anything that we do, thinking about what is the standard is something that we do regardless because the impetus for our action comes from somewhere. It's not random. We don't just randomly type out something on a piece of paper and call it a meeting agenda. We establish the standard for what we're going to do based on something. And I think what the really critical muscle memory choices is whether we are, or the really critical choices, are we going to make this decision of what the standard is based on muscle memory and the sum long run average of what we've seen before? Is this meeting agenda going to be the average of the thousand other meetings I've attended? Or am I going to do something beyond the muscle memory decision? Am I going to think about exactly what will make this agenda achieve the best possible outcome for this meeting? Right? And, you know, in some things, it's probably not worth it to really set a standard outside of the average of what we've seen before. For me, mowing the lawn is one of those things. But sometimes I wonder, what if I set a higher standard? What if I set my own standard for what a lawn should look like? Would that mean that we play in the yard more? Would that mean that my my son and my dog will would be more excited to be outside rather than lounging around the house in the summer? I wonder. So I think the really long and the short of this is, is setting a standard is probably more often than we think something that we should set for ourselves rather than taking the average of what other people have done before us. If for no reason other than life is way too short to spend in bad meetings. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Muscle Memory. Uh, if you, this episode gave you a thought or a reflection or a question, I really would love to hear from you. Uh, you can leave me a voice message. Uh, a link to do that is in the show notes. And if you like uh, this episode or like this show in general, I'd really appreciate it if you left a review or shared it with a friend so that other people can find the show and participate in this conversation, which I think is really important. And if you want to hear more from me, uh, the blog that inspired this podcast and that this podcast grew out of is on my website, which you can find 
at neiltambe, N-E-I-L-T-A-M-B-E dot com slash blog. Looking forward to seeing you next time.